This week's episode is brought to you by Spam Emails, a way to make you think you're doing better than you are. Spam Emails are a way to convince a budding YouTube channel like Nexus Core that we're on the way up and that we can have a natural sponsorship on these episodes. Spam Emails. Thanks for getting my hopes up, dick. night after 40 plus episodes i don't have any like fake gag at the beginning of, of the episode i'm at but that but that is a fake gag that I'm is Matt. a fake gag <laughs> your face is a fake gag thanks you can't even see me right now i can't okay. we all we can always <laughs> see you that's we know weird. everything you're doing at every time of every day great it's gonna ring in one second if either of you call my phone right now, I'd be so pissed. <laughs> anyway, welcome to hell. Uh, today we're talking about the Premium Collection 2019, which uh, releases in Japan in about 10 days, but all of it's been spoiled by now. Um, so this is a set that is only for premium format and also features the Progenitor Dragons that we were talking about last week. Uh, so... Like mo- like most set reviews, we're just going to go from the higher rarity stuff all the way uh, down through the triple R's because all of the double R's are the lowest rarity in this set, and they do literally all of the same thing. So, yep. um, why don't we get it going? All right. All right. So, Progenitor Dragon of Total Purity Agnos. We already talked about this last week, but it is a stride. You strided by discarding the same name as your Vanguard. In the G-Zone, it can't be turned up by card abilities. If it is face-up, you can stride without paying the cost. And then, when plays, counter blast one, soul blast one, call as many cards from hand to all rear guards as possible and draw three cards. This uh, card is okay. I, I, I looked it up. You don't empty your hand completely. You just fill okay, five, so... the five-plus circles. And then draw yeah. three. I see. Yeah, you That's do cool. have you do have to call over stuff, but yeah. mm-hmm. but uh, you fill up all available rear guard circles and then stop once yeah. they're all filled. Yeah. So cool, I guess. Um, the sure is the thing. Yep. It, it is very exists. medium. Now, speaking of not medium, <laughs> there's a progenitor dragon of lightning flame, Gilgal. This is the uh, dragon empire guy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Again, same stride rule. You have to discard a card of the same name as your Vanguard. And once he's, in, once he's faced up in your G-Zone, you can uh, stride without paying your stride cost. But his ability is a Counter Blast 2, Soul Blast 1. And until end of turn, this unit battles all of your opponent's units in one attack, gets power plus 10,000, and gains the auto ability of when the attack hits, you counter charge 1. So, so hit multiple things, get multiple counter charges? This is probably just like a counter charge 3 most of the time. Yeah. It's yeah. like pretty freaking insane. I think this is like among... Th- I think this is pretty easily the best progenitor dragon. Easy. Easy peasy. I mean, there's not much more... Well, let you be really aggressive early. You can recoup all the counter glass you spend. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, at worst, it's like a free stride, probably. Mm. Yeah. That makes all of your strides literally free for the rest of the game. And especially if you're a Dragon Empire clan that is more rearguard-based, like Tachikaze. Mm Mm-hmm. You know, you're fine. Like, hell, even something like Narukami or Kagero, where, uh, like, your your rear guards kind of don't matter. They're just warm bodies for the most part. This is just an easy, good first stride that you can go into, especially in Narukami, because, spoiler well, alert, the one in this set is kind of medium. The, the, the This effectively retires your opponent's field. Yes, mm-hmm. and the retire all means you're you, you the idea is you to prong, prolong the game. Yeah, mm-hmm. and prolonging the game and having an ability that makes your stride cost free is really really powerful. I yeah. didn't think about that you... as like a, as like a way of prolonging the game. Mm-hmm. And like also gaining advantage there, battling all of your opponent's rear guards gets around resists. Yeah, it does. And intercept. <laughs> yep, and they can't intercept. Yeah, that's true. Good yep, stuff. Yep. Yep. And the next one? Oh, yeah, that's also mine. <laughs> Progenitor Dragon of Horizon Limit, Origarim. Uh, again, same stride skill, same status when it's in your G-Zone. But it, also, but it has, when it attacks, you can counterblast one, and you increase or decrease the power of all of your opponent's units to zero until end of turn. Uh, it's okay. Yeah. It's medium. 
Um, Probably better out of some uh, Stargate clans than others. I think like, Nova Grappler has the best use probably. of this. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking. Um, like, Link Joker is already doing this. <laughs> it's and, kind of like, yeah. okay. And Dimension Police is... I don't know. I don't know how to feel about that. Well, maybe if you're playing some zeal shenanigans, Kappa. Yeah, but like, <laughs> give your opponent negative ten thousand power. Hell yes. Oh boy, now I have this eleven k attacker because you have less than eight. No, doesn't matter. Okay, whatever. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Progenitor dragon of gloomy dark formido. Uh, so same first two skills. Third skill is one placed. Counterblast one. Your opponent chooses the same number of his or her rear guards as the number of your open rear guards. And retires them. If three or more cards were retired, you soul charge five and draw a card. So uh, this, I, I tried this thing, and um, it's it's better than I initially thought. Um, I, I've been testing a lot, like not a lot of clans, especially clans that do like the standard plus thing, leave their board completely, completely empty. So most of the time you're getting that skill off, especially against something like as ubiquitous as Gold Paladin, um, which, you know, they're not going to care too much, but at least you can get, uh, you know, build up your soul in whatever deck you happen to be using, in my case, Pale Moon. And, uh, yeah, pretty good. I think this takes uh, second place over uh, Aridram from our discussion last week. I see. All right. Progenitor Dragon of Deep Sea Ballon Arena. That's still so awkward. That random N in the middle of its name is still so awkward. Ballon Arena. Uh, and also that makes it sound like almost majestic. And this thing looks like like some kind of, something out of HP Lovecraft. It is not <laughs> majestic at all. Yeah. So same first two skill. And then auto when your opponent's guardian is placed, discard a grave one or less card from your hand, retire that guardian. So this does not stop PGs. Uh, you need you need to be able to get a lot of advantage to, in order to uh, make use of the skill, and then discarding a grade one or less means you're kind of losing guard at the same pace as your opponent. So you really just kind of want to end the game with this, which makes the free stride thing really awkward. Yeah, it's very situational. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see, we have progenitor dragon of regal birth megaloma. Uh, first two skills the same. The third one place, discard two cards from your hand, and for one time during the next turn, when you would lose, return all of the cards from your hand and damage zone back to your deck, shuffle it, and put five cards from the top of your deck into your damage zone and end that turn, and perform all effects and roll actions. So, um, you, if the opponent is in the middle of critting you, uh, and you hit the six damage, you still have to take one more damage after putting the five back. Mm-hmm. So... I don't know. I tried this out. I, I used it exactly once, and it wasn't that great. So, Not losing yeah. is not the same as winning. Yep. Okay, that's it for Progenitor Dragons. Let's get into the thing proper. Here we go. Yeah. Go watch last week's episode if you want to know our in-depth thoughts. Yes. All right. Oh, boy. I get to talk about five strides in a row. <laughs> Suck it. <laughs> that's amazing. Divine Knight of Twin Absolute Saint of Twin Sword. So stride, discard cards with the sum gri- being three or more from your hand, and then uh, when it attacks a vanguard while boosted, you can counterblast one, turn a card G-zone face up, uh, search your deck for two grade twos, call them to rearguard circle, and shuffle your deck. When your rearguard is placed from deck, that unit gets power plus 5,000 until end of car- turn for each face-up card in your G-zone. It's pretty good. Yeah, I think it's pretty good, like... Uh, you get two extra attacks with plus 5,000 power, and then the later in the game you use this, the more power you get. And we all know that high-powered multi-attacks are the best kind of multi-attack. Yes, and especially because that uh, the cost isn't himself, <laughs> it can be generic. It means you can run a techier G-Zone with stuff that other also flips things face up. Like Yeah. Um, I don't know. I can't remember yeah. off the top of my head. And... The power plus five thousand is also generic for any face up card in your G zone, not just himself. So, yes. so pretty solid. Yeah, um, like it's good at every stage in the game. It starts off decently and scales really strong the further into the game you go. Yeah. Now the question is, does this replace any 
like role that Royal Paladin had before this? Because I know in like the Alfred Blaster thing, you're doing Gantz a lot first, mm-hmm. and then I don't really know what you do after. <laughs> I guess if you wanted to really accelerate a rush deck, you could use this because it's two extra attacks. Yeah. Uh, other than too, that, if that's a thing, yeah. Well, this, yeah, okay. And it has to it has to be boosted, which is a kind of a interesting point. I believe mm-hmm. that's a holdover from its original status as an amber clone. Ah, uh, I see. Yeah, I didn't know that was the amber clone, but that makes sense now. Yes. Mm-hmm. If they ever make yeah. a crayon tiger stride, I'm sure it'll be the same. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, next is abundant water, honorable deity. Ichikishima. Not looking so, forward to this. Yeah, stride, same stride as always. Discard grade three or greater, and then uh, act once per turn. Counterblast one. Turn any card in your G zone face up. Up, draw a card, and until end of turn, your opponent can't use auto abilities of any guardians, and it's get Oracle. All front row units gets power plus two thousand for each card in your hand, and then. Continuous in the G-Zone, if this card is face-up, when counting the number of cards in your hand, count face-up cards in your G-Zone as well. Wow. All right. <laughs> this card is... Uh, it nullifies Sentinels. Yes. Uh, and, pretty and, okay first stride. And, yeah. and, and any G-Guards, which, mm-hmm. that's cool. Um, you could also lie to your opponent about your power, because you could <laughs> be like, oh, like you're attacking, but you haven't drove check yet. You're like, yeah, I'm uh, 54k. Yeah, but but then yeah. that comes down to the opponent reading, which you know reading is hard. Yeah, but a lot of people don't think about that particular aspect mm-hmm. uh, that your hand increases as you drive check. Because this thing has caught people since the original Amaterasu. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Evangelical Seraph Raphael Mitra. So stride discard grade three or greater. And then act once for a turn, counterblast three, and turn the card your G zone face up. Discard two cards from your hand and heal two cards from your damage zone. So mm. counterblast one, basically? Mm-hmm. Counterblast one, discard two? Yeah. Yeah. And heal two. I can see people playing like... Man, this card is like pretty expensive. Yeah. But probably still really good. You know what it's I mean, really what it's really good in is uh, Gize. True, they, they made Gize better, which sucks. Yep. Your I opponent mean, just, can't kill you if you just take yourself to three damage all of a sudden. Just play Gold Paladin and win the die roll. <laughs> or a, any claim that can abuse Zoa, you do something like mm-hmm. that. Yep. Like you can't heal. They can't heal if they're dead. <laughs> yes, that is true. But yeah, this card is just seems annoying mostly. Yes. Yeah. Um, this one is less annoying and more scary. Drag uh, principle Morphessa. So stride, same thing. Blah blah blah. Act once per turn. Counterblast one. Flip. Choose two of your rear cards and retire them. Draw two cards and until the end of your turn, all triggers in your drop zone become grade one. Seriously? And- Fuck. All right. Cool. And then continuous ritual ten. All of your front row units gets power plus five thousand, crit plus one. And if your opponent would call cards from hand to guard circle, well, they can't call unless they do two or more. So battle door skill. Part of me thinks that second skill is worse because it's a bigger number. <laughs> yeah. Because unless you're perfect guarding. I, I mean, I guess that's the idea, right? Like, you pump up the number so big, you either drop so many cards from your hand trying to block it, or you have the perfect guard, in which case the battle door forces you to inflate your guard. Yeah. But not everyone's going to have three perfect guards, or more even. If uh, Yeah. Because it's, uh, it's continuous, so if you have a way to, like, call stuff in mid-battle phase, that's getting the bonus also. It's not like you pay the cost and then whatever's in the front right then. Mm-hmm. Don't don't forget that they can just keep calling more grade 1s over things. That's what I'm saying. And uh, and you can artificially inflate ritual. I believe this is going to be a theme where they're just going to make the keywords easier to attain. Yeah. Ugh. And I think that works pretty well for, like, the keywords that, like, needed something out of you. 
Yeah. Because like when when we talked about the keywords to begin with, a big a big thing that we came, what we came across was that keywords that require you know more out of you than normal were generally in general worse than keywords that didn't. Yeah. And so having a way to fix that is really really powerful. Yeah. Well, mostly mm-hmm. just Oracle and like Brave, I guess. But well, no, we we even mentioned things like yeah. I mean, there, there were other things that we mentioned. Obviously, with Ritual, we knew it was powerful, but there was a lot of easy ways to set it up already. Yeah. And now but, uh, this makes it easier. Yep. Uh, and then Golden Dragon, Spirex Dragon. So Stride, blah, blah, Act, G-Zone, Unite. If your Vanguard is grade 3, you can encounter Blast 2 and discard a card from your hand. Stride this for, onto your Vanguard from face down. And then Act once per turn. Soul Blast 1, turn the card in your G-Zone face up. Look at 5 cards on top of your deck. T- call 2 cards and shuffle. Wait, 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 wait. You can do this on the turn you ride grade three. Yes. Yes. Okay. Hey Jenkins, how can we make Gold Paladin even better? I know. Why don't we make it so they can stride while the opponent's on grade one instead of grade two? Well, hold on. They're not going to have two counterblasts though. Yes, but unless you crit them or something, that'd be a mistake. But if you're yeah. playing against Gold Paladin, you have to put something in the back row to give a crit to, because yep. you cannot give them two counterblasts or you will die. Unless Pretty you're much. also Gold Paladin, which... This is mm-hmm. hilarious. Yeah, <sighs> because Gold Paladin can stride fast enough. Let's make them stride even faster. Yeah, otherwise, Soul Blast 1, Call 2 is, like, pretty good. Mm-hmm. Like, even if we're not using the other effect. Yeah. I am... I hate this thing. I really do. <laughs> right? Yeah. And especially because it's not like, like, if you do that first skill, it doesn't really stop you from doing the second skill. Is that Glorious Raining? Uh, no, there was a, a, an old card called Spear Cross Dragon. Oh, that's this guy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It, it looks vaguely like, you know, but it's that's like a just gold because all, That's yeah. just because all gold paladins look the same. Yeah. yeah fair, Spear, fair, fair. I apologize. <laughs> Spear Cross back in the day was absolutely terrible. It was uh, Counter Blast 2, turn a copy of it face up. Uh, when placed, if you have two or more, uh, one or more face up in G zone, you can pay the cost if you do check top five, and call a card for each face up in G zone. Like so, it's check top five, call two. It's very, mm-hmm. very mm-hmm. medium. So this is better and more horrifying. Like a lot of these seem to be finishers or close to it, and this is just it. In and of itself, it's not a finisher, but with everything around it, it is. Mm-hmm. Pour one out for fucking slow decks, then. Yep. <laughs> I'm sure Mega Colony is laughing right now. Yeah, I, I have a fun little thing to bring up about that when we get to Mega Colony, but... Alright, yeah, but for now, yeah. Complete Beauty, Amaruda, Afros. So, Stride, same rules. Revelation, and then Act, once per turn, you can counter blast one, turn a card from your G's and face up. So end of turn one, if your rear guards gets power plus ten thousand critical plus one. If your soul has four or less cards, draw two and soul charge five. Then at the end of the battle to attack, soul blast fifteen, stand one of your rear guards, and until end of turn your opponent cannot call sentinels from hand. Wait, 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 wait. You just wise people. Yeah, that's the yep. that, that's the kicker with this. That's what you're supposed to do. Um, Amazing! They just embrace the Wiseman. Yeah, <laughs> and they added a revelation, so you can do all your revelation stuff. If so Wiseman just fucking kills you now. Nice. Yeah. No, that's the yeah. kicker. Um, th- so the the no sentinels thing is for the whole turn, not just for that battle or whatever. Right. Yeah. So they're like, you better get your perfect guards out of the way now. And um, there's also the things like the soul blast reducers and things like that come in a lot of handy for this. Yeah, that's so sweet. Yeah, this thing is pretty damn awesome. Uh, I'm, I haven't really looked into Premium Genesis at all, so I'm not really sure what sort of wacky stuff people have in store for this, but uh, looks pretty good. Um, I find it weird that the, the skill that gets you the you know the draws and the soul charges doesn't involve a soul blast itself. So if you write up normally, so if you have like the, for the draw starter or a starter that goes into soul, so you have the 0, 1, 2... You ride three, so by riding normally you can. This is live, but mm-hmm. you can only put one more card in soul before doing that to get the the draw and the soul charge. Right. Um. 
So proceed with caution, I guess. Um, if you have deck ideas or things that we're missing, please tweet us at Nexus at Night because we are missing. We have a, some large gaps in knowledge here. Um, at least with this, anyway. All right. Are we good on Amaruda? Yeah, we are good on Amaruda. Yep. All right, so, I, so as he was complaining about he had to re- read like five strides or six strides in a row, I have to read uh, like eight. Uh, <laughs> so the, the first one is Flare General D- Dumjid Valor. And this is the Kagura one. It has Blaze. And remember that Blaze is when one of your unit attacks, that if you have more rearguards than your opponent, your Vanguard becomes Blazing. Um, and when placed, you can counterblast one to turn a card near G-Zone face up. Choose one of your rear guards, retire. Oh, sorry. Choose one of your opponent's rear guards, retire it. And this unit gets power plus fifteen thousand for each sentinel in your drop zone. And then it has a once per turn ability that when your opponent's sentinel or G guardian is placed, you may uh, stand this blazing unit, and it gets drive minus one until end of turn. Sweet. They just made uh, Ziegenberg even better. <laughs> yep. So all you have to do is have more rear guards than your opponent, and you can, and you will be blazing. And basically, it just gets a whole bunch of power if you wish, and if even if you don't, it has the once per turn stand ability if your opponent PGs or G guard yeah. or G guardians. That's rough, which they will. They will. Um, so the 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 stand the restand is all but guaranteed because it works any time. It's not just during his attack. Yep. So, and even if they do it during his attack, he'll still be standing at the end of it. So it'll yeah, do, it'll do well. Do it again. Just Jesus mm-hmm. fuck. Uh, Looks pretty good. I I don't know if like Kagura was already pretty decent in premium. I'm not really sure if this accelerates their uh, prowess at all. It kind of just seems like it's another Ziegenberg. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Uh, it's earlier, right? It's earlier, and you don't need an empty field. You just need to be yeah. blazing. Right. It's also cheaper. Yes. Mm-hmm. So you mean cool. Free? Yes, <laughs> I mean you don't get uh, you don't get the power if no sentinels and drop means you no right. pa- no power. Yeah, but for still, you. a free restand is a free restand. Yeah, and you only get drive minus one, so you get five drive checks. Yes, I think Ziegenberg only gets four, doesn't it? Yes, it does. It just drive minus two. But yeah, yep. you can just plus out of, out your ass. And they're really trying to make the ace irrelevant, aren't they? Yes. Yes. Please make it. It's been irrelevant for a long time, don't worry. (laughs) It's a stride from GB1. It better be irrelevant by now. Alrighty. So, the next card is Enma Stealth King Mujilord Dagoku. This is uh, for Nubatama. Uh, It has Dominate, uh, Counterblast 1, and turn a card from your G zone face up. Your opponent chooses two face-up G-units with power from his or her G-zone and calls them to rearguard circle. Your opponent cannot use their auto abilities. You dominate all of them and attack your opponent's vanguard with each of them. Use their auto abilities as if they were on vanguard circle for that battle. Return them to the G-zone at end of turn. So I tried this, and it seems like the only time you want to do this is first stride. Um, because as the game goes on, the opponent will have more things face up and thus more things to, uh, choose to screw you over. Um, Mm -hmm. it also seems like it's very heavily situational. That said, it's pretty good. Um, So what stops them on a first stride if they just flip up a G Guardian? Then this card's like extra weak, right? A G Guardian is not a G unit. Oh, I see. That works. Yeah. Mm. So it has to be a G unit. But they could just pick something that's just like I pick super yeah. yeah. Um, and then Which you don't will flip up anyway. Yeah, so mm-hmm. no, you don't get the drive checks because oh. that would be broken. But um, does this do first stride better than uh, Shiranui Rene? Well, yes see, that's the no. thing though. Is like Rene lets you rip cards out of your opponent's hand. Is the thing? Yeah, and also it works only works if you this only works if you stride second. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so I think. This is good for that one particular situation and not much else. Yeah. I feel like you play it just to make people respect it. Oh, just for, like, just the flex, or... Well, no, mm-hmm. like, if, you know, if, if they just... Imagine right, if using they... this on Dumjid. 
Yeah, oh, it's, shit. <laughs> it's just stride some card where you're like, oh, cool. Uh, I guess I'll dominate that. And it yeah. calls them to rearguard circle, right? So you yeah. can call them... I guess your opponent uses where to call them. Uh, they yeah, call, they call them anywhere, but you're still attacking with them. It doesn't matter if they put them in the back right. or not. Yeah, well, see, that's the thing. Like with all these new broken strides, they can just steal those abilities for themselves now. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. Um, I don't know. This one is probably one of the worst strides in this set, but it's still pretty good. Yeah. Um, all right. Yeah, this one I am super excited for. Alrighty, so we have the next one is Unrivaled Ruler Gluttony Nebrios. Nebrios. So it is, uh, it looks like um, dogma? Gluttony Dogma. Yeah. And it has Engorge, so remember Engorge is when this unit attacks, you can retire any number of your units, and if you do, this, if you retire uh, more at least one, this unit becomes Engorged. Um, and then it has an auto, when it becomes Engorged, choose two of your opponent's rear guards, retire them, and then you can turn a card in your G-Zone face up, and put a total of five equipped gauge or rear guards into your drop zone. So it kind of combining the new and old mechanic there, and yes. you get to stand this unit. So uh, it is pretty nice. So you have to eat one for sure, and then you can kind of double up two because you can like let's say you have a rear guard with two equip gauge, you can go ahead and dump both the equip gauge and the rear guard, right? So that's mm-hmm. three, yeah, and then that's you just need three two. already. Um, so that's pretty nice. So you get a you get a nice stand there. And then what's in your G zone, uh, if, if it's face up, you can Soul Blast 1 to put the top card of your deck face down as an equip gauge uh, into one of your rear guards. And it becomes engorged until end of turn. I love this thing. Um, I've been fooling around with it since it got revealed. And uh, first off, it doesn't lose any drive checks. So that's six drive checks you're getting. Yep. Uh, yep. Secondly, the... The whole like combining gauges with, uh, with like you know rear guard killing is fucking fantastic. They found a way to bridge the gap between them. Uh, thirdly, there are uh, you know cards that when you know they're eaten, you can call them back like uh, Raven Terra, who can soul blast and call himself back. And because Engorge and that second still are extra, you can Engorge Raven Terra, call it back, then choose Raven Terra again. Mm-hmm. So that's a, a way to do it. Um, if you run Gaia uh, somehow, I'm not really sure why you would. It seems too slow. Then you can get your bonuses off that way. And uh, being able to artificially engorge something and give it a gauge is quite good, especially because if you go into this again, you can use that equip gauge you just got off the top of the deck for the cost. Yep. So mm-hmm. fucking love this thing. What am I missing? Seems, <laughs> uh, seems real solid to me. Yeah, seems I would like a great card. Definitely just play four of this and not really look back. Yeah. You, right now, my G-Zone is four of this thing, two Gaia Dynast, four Gaia Devastate for the Link Joker matchup, and then, like, G-Guards and stuff. And the Progenitor right. Dragon. Yeah, it's pretty straightforward. Um, you also don't have to turn himself face-up. You can So if you're playing against not Link Joker, you can turn up Gaia Devastate. Neat. Yeah. Good stuff. All right, shall we go on to the Murakumo one? Yes. Yeah. All right, so Murakumo, just the let, let's let me. I want to set up some framework here. <laughs> they need a, they need basically infinite help to be good in premium. <laughs> like I know there is some Murakumo deck running around. That deck is not great, but uh, so here is Ambush Demon Stealth Dragon Shibaraku Victor. So um, has an act on Vanguard Circle. Soul Blast one and turn a card from a G Zone face up. Reveal seven cards from the top of your deck. Put two up to two of the cards in total with the same card name as a card in your drop zone or rear guard circle into your hand and shuffle your deck. And it has Shadow Stitch when your rear guard attacks a vanguard and does not hit. Oh, sorry. The Shadow Stitch activates in G-Zone. So on vanguard circle, it's just you know, maybe a plus two. It has a Shadow Stitch in, re- in G-Zone that when your rear guard attacks a vanguard and does not hit, if this card is face up, you can Soul Blast 1 and call this card to Rear Guard Circle. This seems really shit. I was going to say, Matt, yeah. you want to weigh in on this? This is your, your domain. So. <laughs> this is not enough. Yeah. This is just not, this is just not, like, Soul is already, like, uh, a vaguely important resource in Rokomo, and this 
costing a soul for just for another 15k attack is not great. Why didn't they just um, have the Shadow Stitch still be free? Everything else is free. Yeah, Fucking dungeons free. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. This card is trash, and <laughs> just don't play Marco on premium. I mean, yeah. the the problem is the card itself isn't trash. It's that the everything around it is enough trash to where this isn't enough to make it not trash. Yeah. Like, Murakumo probably need Like, Murakumo premium cards are absolute dog shit. They have yeah. no good G-Guardians. They have... Like, all their G-Guardians are worse than heal triggers at this point. Mm. <laughs> and, except in, like, very narrow cases. And, yeah, it's just not okay. But, but even, like, its Vanguard skill, though... It's only a top seven search, which is already like this card can say shitty. search your deck, and it would still be whatever. Yeah, <laughs> the, the fact that you can miss just is just like oh come on. Yeah, right. Like only rear guard circle or drop zone. Like why can't we just search two cards? Everything else can do that. This card could literally say search two cards, and it would still be whatever. Yeah, but at least it would be less than garbage. What are you gonna get? Heal triggers and use the great Murakumo G guards. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, uh, this card sucks. Yeah, I, I mean, in theory, like I guess if you need multiple copies, fuck, I can't even think of a good reason to where this would be helpful. Turn it up with something else, and then use it as an extra attack on that one stride. I can't remember what it's called. That's not a bad idea, actually. Yeah, that know. one finisher that Murakuma has that I can't remember the name of. You know what's funny? This can't even grab Shiryuki's if you have Shiryuki in your Vanguard <laughs> Circle. Not in your graveyard. Oh, well, I mean, you God. can if it's in your graveyard, right? Well, yeah, but if it's not in your graveyard, but oh. it's on your Vanguard Circle, yeah. I mean, there's a good chance it's in your Vanguard. Or in well, your no, top no, no. zone, sorry. In... Well, maybe. But yeah. what if it's, it's like, but like, it's still, it's like, please. So, <laughs> no, this card is fucking trash. Alright, so let's, let's talk about anything else. So let's okay. talk about Narukami. Conquering Supreme Dragon Conquest Fargrate. So this is Conquest's uh, adult form. So act once per turn. Um, Thunderstrike X. You can uh, choose a card in your G-Zone, turn it face up. Choose a card from your hand and discard it. Choose opponent's rearguards up to the number of face-up cards in your G-Zone. Retire and bind them. For each card in your opponent's bind zone during this turn, your Right, for each card put in your opponent's, for each card in your opponent's bind zone, it gets power plus one thousand for the for the rest of the turn. If I your think if all has, units get power plus one thousand. Oh, sorry, your units get power plus one thousand, and if your opponent has seven or more cards bound during this turn, this unit gets drive plus one. If ten or more bound, crit plus one. Okay. So, Thunderstrike ten plus a drive check plus a crit plus a bunch of power. You, you know what else can do that for less? Vanquisher. Vanquisher V-Buster gets dri- plus crit, plus drive, 5k to your front row at 7. Right? But it's also GB3. Yes. Now, I don't know, it's very, you're kind of hard-pressed to get yourself to 10 by I mean, first try. With all of the er, with all of the stronger... By and early binds from uh, standard, it might be theoretically possible. Yes, uh, I really can't see myself running this. Like, I would just cut uh, two V Buster for that. Like, it's not amazing. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Like Narukami just has problems with first stride. Now, the progenitor dragon ironically helps with that because <laughs> free stride every turn, and uh, mm-hmm. it's a pretty good effect in and of itself. So. Uh, yeah. Hopefully that helps. Um, yeah, I, I I'm, I'm not too thrilled with this card. Like Narukami needed a better first stride, and this is the exact opposite. We have good late game strides. Mm-hmm. We have mm-hmm. voltage. We have V Buster. We have you know. We just don't want to meander around anyway, and just like wonder what you're supposed to be doing. That's what they want you to do, apparently. I guess so. Alrighty, who's next? Still you. <laughs> Universal Ace Bustard. Alright, so Bustard is now... So Bustard was a Fighter's Collection stride, if I recall correctly. Yes, he yeah, now has a new form. Uh, so again, stride. And uh, so this card has an auto. When your rear guards stand, you can solve a last one and choose a card in your G-Zone and turn it face up. And this unit gets drive plus one until end of turn. This is not once per turn. 
Nope. And it's as much as you want to flip up cards in a G-Zone and Soul Blast. I think you could do that with the original Buster, too. And then it says, at the end of the battle that it attacked, if your card's drive is five or more, <laughs> discard three cards from your hand, stand this unit, and it gets drive minus five until end of turn. Aside from that first skill, that second skill feels like a Dimension Police one, doesn't it? This <laughs> card is fucking hype as shit. Yeah. yeah. This... So, what, you stride this first, and then if this doesn't kill them, you just fucking... Um, <laughs> ultimate champ or whatever its fucking name is. Yeah, uh, yeah, or champ. just GB8, whatever. Yeah. Favorite champ, yeah. So you either favorite champ or GB8 them. This is great. Yeah, this is uh, this is fucking bedonkers. And also, <laughs> they st- like winning champ Victor was a first good first stride to begin with, and they have this now too. This is crazy. All right, this card is just fun. Yes. Yeah. It is. You don't play this card. You hate fun. That's just what I'm going to say. Nova Grappler in general is just like, turn cards sideways over and over again. If your opponent isn't as systemic by the time you're done, you've done something wrong. This this thing's amazing. Uh. (sighs) Alrighty. So speaking of uh, (laughs) something, uh, the Golden Boy himself, Strongest Command Chief, Final Dimax XD. So, uh, this is, has, uh... Isn't it DX? When... It's DX. <laughs> oh, XD. Nope, it's X- XD now. XD, yeah. like the laughing. Shout out to Different Fight. I can feel your souls uh, fusing into this giant golden robot. <laughs> so that's auto on Vanguard Circle. When it attacks, you turn a card in your G-Zone face up, put all of your rest rearguards into your soul, Reveal seven cards from the top of your deck. Call cards to your regard circle among from among them in descending power order up to the number of phase-up cards in your G-Zone. Shuffle your deck. If you put four or more units into your soul for the cost, all of your units get power plus 10,000 and critical plus one until end of turn. What do you think? Does this even matter? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean, what does like, it Like, you're going to get here and then what? I just don't know. They die? I, I think this card is really medium. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Like, the, like, plus 20k to each column is, like, kind of substantial, but, like, against most decks, you're dead by this point. Yeah. Or they can just G-guard their way out of it. Mm. Like, Sorry. I'm looking at Bermuda, who has eight fucking G-guards, right? <laughs> like, uh, just, I, just, I just don't see this card being good. If you had something that could attack from the back row... Right? That would be I nice. The card does look cool. I will say that. Yeah. Sweet. See, like, if it gave the ability to attack from the back row to all of your units, then I would say this card is good, because you're getting five extra attacks at plus 10,000 and a crit, so... This card's, like... It, it's, like, pretty flashy, like just like mm-hmm. all the other Dimension Release cards, but I just think it's worse than, like, the... Uh, because, like, because of how late you have to use it, I think it's worse than, like, even the Nova Grappler one, which kind of does stuff all, like at the beginning of the game. Mm-hmm. And this one just doesn't. Like, the Nova Grappler one you could see ending a game, right? Yeah. This one mm-hmm. is not going to end a game early. It seems and... like if they just added a number of cards in your G-Zone plus two or something. Yeah, like... Just so you could work on first stride occasionally. Yeah, that might yeah. But, like, yeah, I'm not... It's, it just feels bad that uh, it, it it's gonna like this is just never gonna actually happen. Either that, or if it's if you have uh, oh, if you put four or more units into soul for the cost, yeah. Of, which uh, I don't know. It... But even then, like if you're only calling a single card off of this skill, like oh boy, one attack at plus ten thousand and a crit. Mm-hmm. If you have four skills, like you need to call more, at least but... two cards, and then like those cards are easily guardable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like, really, you probably need three or four. Yeah, and, and that, the descending power order means you could very easily put like two grade threes in the front row, and then two grade twos in the back row. Yeah. So yes. you, well, I mean, you could put a grade two behind Van and get an extra one, right? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's unfortunate for sure. Mm-hmm. But. <sighs> That's that's just how it is. This one this one strikes fear into my heart. <laughs> All right, let's talk about Death Star Vader Glue Ball Avalanche. 
So if you can imagine a giant ball of glue rolling down something. <laughs> I so believe it's a phenomenon can... in physics, isn't it? Oh, probably. I don't know. Yeah. So uh, I'm not a physicist. I am a mathem- mathematician. <laughs> so this has continuous ability in G-Zone. If you have two or more face-up Death Star Vader Glueball Avalanche in your G-Zone, uh, when this opponent's card would be unlocked, bind it face down instead. I'll get to this All in right. a second. Yeah. <laughs> and then it has an act. Uh, once per turn, you can soul blast one, choose a card in your G-Zone, turn it face up. Choose two of your opponent's rear guards, lock them, and for each of your opponent's locked cards and face down cards in his or her bind zone, all of your front row units get power plus 2,000 to end a turn. This is incidental. So the... you can just flip himself up and just have his ability for the rest of the game. Uh-huh. Yep. Okay, remember how, like, Chaos was only kept down because of Messiah? Mm-hmm. Because Messiah could unlock his... This makes the... the it is completely turned on its head. Even locking your own stuff means it's getting uh, bound. Got it. Yeah. yeah. Like, this... Just that... Like, that second still could have been not there, and this still would have been worth it. Well, it needed a way to flip itself up. Okay, but, like, you see what I'm saying? <laughs> it could have no text. I yeah. understand. Soul Blast, turn a card in G-Zone, face up, and, like, I don't know, you get a smoothie or something. It doesn't matter. Like, just... Man, so they're really telling you not to play Messiahs now. Got it. Yeah, yeah even like... though they're making new Messiah cards. <laughs> so the only way to get around this is cards that unlock in unconventional ways. Stuff like Pale Moon, where it sucks the cards back into Soul, Tachikaze that eats its own locks, Bermuda, Bermuda Triangle, which bounces it. <laughs> so those are the only way to really get around this. Anything that unlocks conventionally, that shit's gone. <laughs> yep. That's yep. crazy. Um, I also would love to see what a mirror match is like for Messiah. For Messiah. I have well, no interest in this. Uh, in the mirror match that, or the card? Remember that time I watched that like Chaos versus uh, versus Mega Colony match? Oh my god! And it yeah, took, let's never do that again. Di- didn't you just finish watching it like fifteen minutes before we started recording? Yeah, and it was like, <laughs> and each each of each of them was playing a Legion, so it took even longer oh, than. Oh my god! Yeah, I was god. like, oh my god! Oh, I, I want to turn it off, but I had to see who won. Already, it was like sunk cost fallacy, right? Like, <laughs> like, oh, I've already invested so much time. I imagine the mirror match would just be Link uh, Messiah's lose. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they do. <laughs> Um, At least that would be fast. Yeah, but also that means that fucking, like, that's probably going to make Chaos come back. Like, in a big way. Cool. Which is, no, it. not cool. I don't like Chaos. Well, why not? Because it's annoying to play against? Look, you have to assimilate. Thanks, fucking Star Trek The Next Generation. <laughs> Captain Matt Card. Um, all right, so finally it's my turn. Shoot down Emperor Violence Ace. Uh, so it's a stride, and then act once per turn, counterblast one, turn a card in your G-Zone, face up, draw the same number of cards as face-up cards in your G-Zone, and until end of turn, this unit gets red text, uh, soul blast one, and one of your units gets plus 10k until end of turn. Uh, that is not a once per turn still, so cool. And then also, on Vanguard Circle, when your opponent's guardians become two or more, you can counterblast one, put a rear guard into your soul, and call a card from your hand to rear guard circle. So... This is kind of neat. Well, wait a second. Did they just make a Flight Brothers card that actually pluses without any kind of drawback? Yeah. <laughs> so, Living Proof did a like a recruiting report on this today, which I didn't get to watch all of it. But some of the co- uh, pros he said was, if you don't really have good cards in hand to make an Adrius board, this is a good alternative. Because you can just get straight advantage for once. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you have the, now you can do something with all of that soul too. So you can just make stuff ridiculously huge. And then, uh, being able to, you know, like extend your attacks just by the opponent guarding. guarding. Yeah. That's, that's pretty crazy to me. Mm -hmm. Am I missing anything? Yeah. Seems pretty good. Um, let's see. Evil God Pontiff Gastille Daimonis. So, uh, on Vanguard Circle, when a card is put into your soul, all of your front row units get plus 3k until end of turn. Fuck. Okay. And then the other skill is act once per turn, turn a card in G-Zone face up, search your deck for two cards, put them into your soul, shuffle your deck. This unit gets all of the abilities of the cards put into your soul by this effect until end of turn. 
Uh, wait. This seems um, pretty annoying. Mm-hmm. Yes, it does. Especially because of that new Master of the Fifth Element. Mm-hmm. That's uh, that's pretty nuts. You, you can do the restand, and then if you do, like... I guess you wouldn't be able to do sh- the Sharhat Grade 3, because you won't have 10 in your soul anymore. Um, right. But still pretty neat. Uh, yeah. This appears to be quite powerful, and the potential for things gets crazier the more you know support DIs get over time. Do you just get a just get put an original Ragey in there? Just get plus two. <laughs> but again, if you do it with Fifth Element, you know. Oh, oh, you mean like just put Ragey in there, <laughs> like by itself? Yeah. No, put Ragey uh, original Ragey and um, what's his the the Restander Steve... Ragey. No, actually, we should play no Ragey, because that card's bad. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was forgive right. me for giving these bad ideas to Way, everyone. way back in the day. I, uh, th- this thing is is scarier than I'm giving it credit for, credit for I think. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, also that first skill is free and very spammable. Enjoy. Yep. All right, Fancy Megatrick Dark Lord Princess. I fucking love this thing. So, it's a stride, and then at the end of the battle, it did attack to Vanguard. You turn a card in your G-Zone face-up. Try to face up G unit from your G zone with uh, power and the magi ability on Vanguard as st- uh, stood, and it gets drive minus two until end of turn. And if you do that, you call this card a rear guard circle. So uh, this thing allows you to A, accelerate your GB, B, get uh, four you know drive checks off two Vanguard, Vanguard attacks, C, uh, make a board if you didn't if you didn't have one. So, because she becomes part of the board, and like if you do this and then flip over Masquerade Master Harry, stride it, call her to rear, attack with her for fifteen, attack with Harry, suck her and something else in. She goes back to G Zone because it can't exist outside of rear guard, and then uh, just this thing's great. I it's free. I've been testing with it for the past couple of weeks, and uh, yeah, like standard plus Pale Moon is pretty fucking awesome, and I love it. Yeah, seems very solid. Simple, but gets the job done. Yeah, it it, it just kind of ramped up our first stride thing, and also you can use it late game with like crazier stuff, like um, what's his name, uh, Dragon Maid, uh, Dragon Masquerade mm-hmm. Harry. So you counter, if you have the counter blast, you suck one in, call three out, and then uh, if you have the five or more, which I I'm sure you will because Excel circles, you fucking make the opponent put something into soul. It's neat. Um. Alright, this one's pretty cool. Interdimensional Dragon History Build Dragon. So, for Gears, on Vanguard or G-Zone, if this is face-up, all of your units with the Time Leap ability get plus 3k during your turn. So, it's important to note that if you have multiple copies of this face-up, that stacks. So, if you do one and flip one up, that's 6k to your Time Leap stuff. Okay. Um, And then the other skill is on Vanguard Circle when it attacks... Soul Blast, turn a card in G-Zone face-up, and time leap up to the same number of your rear guards as face-up cards in your G-Zone. It's fine. Oakley dokely. I never really, like, paid attention to gears near the end of G-Era, because, uh... They're gears, who cares? I don't know. Weren't they winning a bunch of stuff for a while? Yeah, but everybody hates gears, that's kind of the... They were up until Bermuda came out, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, does this, like... What were they using for first stride before this? Well, that's the thing. They were using all Zodiac Time Beast stuff because they destroyed the Time Leap engine through multiple bands, finally. Yeah, that's true. And then, like, General Power Creep kind of took the Time Leap engine out of meta, so... That's true. Like, Time Leap as a whole doesn't have a whole lot of support, and key cards for the Time Leap combo, like Melum, don't have the Time Leap keyword, I don't think. Right. No, no, they don't. Um, and this thing isn't a Zodiac Time Beast, which they easily could have slapped on there for no reason. Yeah, so, like, I don't know that this is going to do anything, just because, like, the major advantage engine that Time Leap had uses a lot of non-Time Leap cards. Yeah. So, yeah. And... Yeah, Maybe if it was, like, Time Leap ability and Zodiac Time Beast, then this would do something, but, like... Mm-hmm. Be a nice way to bridge the gap like they did with yeah. Kajikaze. And yeah. also, it doesn't work with Standard Plus, because none of them have the Time Leap keyword. Exactly. Right. Like, this card is just 
severely outdated. It sucks because like the card itself is good. It's just that everything around it is not. Mm-hmm. Um, what about Bulasis over here? All right, Ghosty Great Emperor Big Obadiah. <laughs> they picked the memeiest card to turn into a new stride, and the, it's. The... It's named the Big Obadiah. Yeah. <laughs> we have to make it bigger. What do we call it? Big Obadiah. All right, fuck it. I want to go to lunch. Uh, Big Ob- it looks like Bulasis from um, from Luigi's Mansion, doesn't it? Yeah. Did the a original Obadiah have a mustache? No. No. It had a crown, and this has a castle for a head, for a hat. And now he's got a mustache. It even looks like Mario's mustache. Yeah. Just white. It's a candy. Anyway. So, like, stride, blah, blah, blah. Act once per turn. Counterblast one. Turn a card face up. Uh, search your deck for five cards. Put them into your drop zone. Shuffle the deck. Call up the two cards from your drop zone to rear guard circle for each face up card in your G zone. They get power plus 5,000 till end of turn. So, I was thinking about this, and I think this allows you to build the deck completely differently. Mm-hmm. Um,. Instead of going into Gauche first stride, so Gauche makes you have to empty your soul, and you call you know however many you put put out, which typically is about three or four. This only lets you get two, but it also means you don't have to spend time, you know, building your drop zone. You can well, it get gives exactly two for each want. face up card in your G zone. Yeah, no, but I mean doing yeah. this first stride. So like, oh, I see. So you you you've put five of your choosing to drop call two. Um, which, uh, that's pretty good. It also means that you can't really do the Gauche thing as easily. Or not Gauche. Um, Grenache as easily anymore, because mm-hmm. Grenache you just kept in soul for the Gauche cost. Um, so I'm not really sure how to feel about this. It seems like it's just kind of overlapping with yeah. the... It's just a souped-up version of the original. Like, most people only play had a copy of Obadiah for a while just to fix their drop zone if they really had nothing. This and seems really, like... if you'd start it, you were losing anyway, so it didn't know yeah. yeah. So yeah, this just seems like a scaled-up version of that, where um, you only want to use this if your, G-zo- if your drop zone is really bad, and if you have to resort to it, you're probably going to be behind. Yeah. I, I mean, like, Negrosoner is a two-of in Grand Blue G-Zones that is li- used literally never, so <laughs> at the very least, this goes in for that reason. Um, I don't know, man. It's it's whatever. I I think if this was on attack, it'd be a lot cooler. Yeah, uh, you know, get a multi attack that way. But um, hmm. part of it is also like it doesn't overtake Gauche in its role. Aside from not using the soul, I guess I don't know. It's a vague disappointment, more or less. <sighs> Let's keep it moving. All right. Wishful Sunny Stage Shandy. Oh, so, Stride, Auto, Harmony, Continuous, Vanguard. If you have six or more units in Harmony, this unit gets critical plus one for each face-up card in your G-Zone. Fuck. And then, when it attacks, counterblast one and turn a card in your G-Zone face-up. Look at ten cards from the top of your deck. Call up to the same number of cards from among them as your units in Harmony to rear guard circle and shuffle your deck. So, All right. I mean... Hell, even that first, that second skill is good. Just you know, mm. for a first stride, you, you have you have two in harmony. You call two more. Yep, pretty cool. That that and second then... still is like crazy. <laughs> um, for the I... you know gets what was it? Uh, yeah, for a each card for... in G zone. Uh, remember, this doesn't gain any power. So oh yeah, you got a point. But I mean, and force then... gifts and all the other stuff. Yeah, that is true. But like, Bermuda the. I don't think they have any way of forcing guard right now in the stride phase. Mm. So, I don't know. This card seems okay. Like, I think you'd need some work to try to set up a good combo with it. This seems more like you'd use it for board fixing than anything. Which is not a bad thing have at more all. insane stuff that's going on anyway? <laughs> yeah, it's true, mm. you do. Like, <laughs> I mean... Like, the, does the, Bermuda the, even care? No, yeah. No. Like, they're already so strong, I... You'd probably just play this for the hilarity of hitting someone with six crits or something. Alright. Why not? Alright. Torrent of Determination, Valeos Revive. So it is a stride, and then when it attacks, counterblast one, turn a card from your G-Zone face up. 
Call up to two cards from your hand to rear guard circle for each face-up card in your G-Zone. Draw the same number of cards as units called. If your G-Zone has two or more face-up unit, it's, uh, choose one of your opponent's vanguards. Until end of turn, increase or decrease its power to 11,000, and its power cannot increase or decrease other than this effect and the Guardian Shield. That's sweet. That's good. Yeah. It um, helps plus a lot, and then later in the game you can lock your opponent at 11,000, which Aqua Force always likes because fuck triggers. Yeah. Well, I was just, why don't you stride this every fucking time? Well, if you do this first stride, you don't get the 11k... Locked. Yeah, but you can also just plus two. Yeah, why not? Alright. Um, well, okay, wait. Yeah, call it to two for each face-up turn. <laughs> Especially because Excel, you need to be able to plus. Yeah. Why didn't they just make it if you called two or more cards to the, do the 11k lock? Mm-hmm. Like, there was no reason to, you know, stick it behind the second stride or G-guard into it thing. Like, yeah. Aqua Force was already kind of hurting. Like, just... Throw him a bone, man. I mean, this nope. this doesn't make it a bad card, but like it, it, it was it was just like just a little off. <laughs> Funniest thing is this doesn't even work with the original Valeos. No, it does not. But it doesn't matter because he works on yeah. his own. So who cares? I just um, find it amusing. All right. So guilty Empress Dark Face Gridora. Um, so uh, just a stride counter uh, act once per turn. Counterblast. Turn a card in G zone face up until the end of your opponent's next turn. Your opponent cannot call or cannot stand the units their units during their stand phase, nor call cards other than from hand. And on Vanguard, when it attacks, Soul Blast one. Search your deck for up to one grade three. Call it to rear. It gets plus ten k. Shuffle. Oh my god, this thing is uh, as someone on Vanguardians put it, psychotically good. Um. So, a few things about this. One, uh, your other major stride, Overwhelm, flips generically, and this flips generically. So you can, you know, oh, I need to go into this, I'll flip Overwhelm. I need to go into Overwhelm, I'll flip this. Easy peasy. Secondly, uh, not being a free board stun for a counterblast is pretty awesome. And also, you can't call cards other than from hand. Pale Moon, Grand Blue, uh, most of the Paladins... Um, Spike Brothers, like a lot, yeah. a, a lot of clans just get shut down by that. Well, and also, Spike Brothers can do some stuff around this though, because they do have strides that call from hand. Yes, they do. Mm-hmm. But like, it it really like puts a damper on a lot of your offense. And also, this means that you cannot G guard because oh, yeah. you can't call cards other than from hand. Which this is amazing. I love this thing. Annoying. Doesn't fully affect Bermuda Triangle either. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Now, you, you can like be on what's his face, uh, the original Dark Face, and go for the you know tripping effect on mm-hmm. stuff coming in. Uh, there's that, and then the, um, the calling the Great Three. Calling the Great Three means you get what's his name, uh, Ant Lion. Ant Lion for free. That's cool. I mean. That also means that you're you're going to be using a lot of soul, so you, you better have a good soul engine, which Magic Colony usually has an easy-ish time with it, so mm-hmm. they'll be fine, yeah. I think. Uh, this thing is great. It made me start, like, I started picking up Magic Colony pieces because it, this excited me that much. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought... Also, fuck Gold Paladin. Yes, exactly. Um, Shadows also get fucked pretty hard, too. Yeah. Well, I was assuming you're living till stride. <laughs> oh, for Gold Paladin. I mean, it, what's what's her face? Gridora can shut off a column, which is nice. But yeah, oh, you're on Gridora. Well, must be nice. <laughs> I, mean, I can always search her with the stride fodder. Anyway, uh, next thing you're so... on grade three. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> be weirder. All right, Z- uh, Zenith Wise dra- uh, Wisdom Dragon Mana Armor Aurium. So it turns out that the good boy has become a gooder boy. Um. Uh, act once per turn, counterblast, turn a card in G-Zone face up, and perform, put the top card of your deck into your drop zone. If it's a normal unit, one of your units gets plus 10k until end of turn. If it's a trigger unit, this unit gets pl- a drive plus one four times. So, mill four and either give something 10k for each normal unit or get a drive check for each trigger unit. Uh, this is like is a fucking recipe for disaster if you go into this more than twice. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's great. And then the other still is uh, in G-Zone, once per turn, if it's face up, when your vanguard attacks, you can soul blast one and call a card from your hand to rearguard circle. So, 
Cool. They, they, they give us a way to extend attacks from hand if you really, really want to. Uh, it also means that y- you can do this, like, during the Zoa turn or, mm-hmm. like, there's lots of ways to use this. Uh, Ballot Earl kind of fell off as first stride as time has gone on and shields have gotten bigger. Um, this thing is a great first stride. You, you can get, like, a quad drive or up to a, up to a septuple drive if you mill four triggers. Um and you know you make something huge, and uh, yeah, I'm I'm a fan of this thing. Uh, I don't think I'm going to run it as more of a two of because you can turn anything face up, and a lot of the Great Nature G Zone turns up stuff generically, so you can run this at low numbers. All right, this one I think is arguably the best Zoo one. So Pure Saintist Green Katrina um, on Vanguard one placed. Turn a card in your G Zone face up. Call plant tokens to rear guard. Up to the number of face-up cards in your G-Zone. And this unit gets all of your plant tokens get plus 10k until end of turn. Um, so it's to her, not to the tokens themselves, which is nice. And then on Van, when it attacks, search your deck for card uh, for cards up to the number of your plant tokens. Call them to rear and shuffle your deck. What the fuck? They, like, Bushiroad is killing it with this, like, bridging the old and new mechanics thing together. I mean, that second skill is basically just what Cecilia does. Yeah, but you're searching for anything. Yep. No no Which... same names, no, just anything. I would like to remind you the Merkuma one is like a top seven. Yes, <laughs> I know. Okay, I just want to throw it out there based and now that we've re- read, you know, every other every other one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, Green Katrina is really, really good and... Uh... <sighs> Just... Attack with massive plant columns and then make massive bloom columns and attack again. Yeah, or or just call stuff that calls more plant tokens because your tokens get 10k still. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, this thing's fucking awesome, and I cannot wait to get my face smushed in by Gabe. Now, this is the end of the triple R's, and all of the double R's are pretty much all the same card. So every clan in this set gets a critical trigger that is 4,000 power, 15,000 shield, gives... 10,000 power as a trigger, and they all have the skill GB1. When your Vanguard attacks, you can put this in soul, draw a card, and give some, give your Vanguard plus 10,000. It's all the same skill. I don't want to read off all the names. I don't want to show all the pictures. You can go on the Wikia and look for yourself. Some of them are really hilarious. Like, for Great Nature, it is Curious Pony. They gave us Curious Pony for... <laughs> yep. That is actually pretty cute. Yeah. How it... do you feel about Exotic Jerker? Uh, I'm not not a fan of that one. They they are like they're getting really close to like crazy dick jokes, like this and that grand blue card they revealed a couple weeks ago. Just Jesus Christ, Um, close to a dick joke. Yeah. Well, okay, jerker is like right on the line. Exotic jerker. Exotic. Amazing. Simply amazing. Wind me up, put me down, start me up, and watch me go. Um, so. Normally, this is where I would ask who won, who lost, but there are 24 clans. I can tell you who lost. Yes, yeah, we, we know who lost. lost. <laughs> Murakumo lost. Murakumo, Nubatama, and Narukami all kind of got the short end of the stick. Um, yeah. Uh, and Dementia Police. Oh, yeah. let me look at Murakumo's trigger to see if I have any more complaint equity. <laughs> the trigger looks pretty whatever, so Stealth yeah. The trigger also has shitty art, so there you go. Yeah. The face is weird. I like the pose and everything and how the house is on I, fire. I, I, I would like it better if there was just no actual subject and the, it was just a background. <laughs> oh. <laughs> like it's so ninja-y that it, it disappears. Yeah, it's just... Exactly. It, it, would, it, would, it would be a better-looking card. Um, all right. So who do you think won this? Because there are a lot of possible there candidates. so many. Um, uh, my, fucking... candidate, my candidate is for Bustard. Um in terms of like making the cl- like the clan status after getting that card. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Now, in terms like... of cards that helped the most, I think uh Gluttony Neberos and Katrina and Blue Ball Avalanche all help their respective clans immensely. Um Oh yeah, Gear Chronicle is probably one of the losers too. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. God, the Gear Chronicle one is just sad. And arguably Grand Blue, depending on your view Dimension on the Place card. one's also for whatever. Yeah. I mean, it's like medium. I mean, you gotta have losers in every set, but... Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's all... And it's... For for the purpose of premium, it's always Murakuma. 
Yeah. yeah. But luckily, it's been the opposite the other for the other for the other format. So. Standard. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> and also, I think all of these like pseudo Heartthumb clone things are quite good. Like, there's no re- you know. GB one kind of sucks, but it is what it is. Well, I mean, it makes I sense. Mean, in the in the current context, though, like none of the crit triggers have skills, so yeah, right. And it is generic, so it's not like you have to run, you know, Vanquisher or yeah, you know. Gallop it also means or... we can finally have twelve new crits yes. in premium, at least. Yeah, that's going to be fun. Um, now, when it comes to this set, uh, you get ten packs in a box, sixteen boxes in a case. Every box comes with one progenitor dragon, and then everything else you get, uh, you know, I, I think a, a triple R and two double R's or something like that, or two triple R's and a double R, can't remember. Um, so it's pretty easy to, like, pull what you need, I think, in boxes, and I think the progenitor dragons are going to be easier to find than the Zeroth dragons, yeah. because fuck trying to find the Zeroth dragons. Also, every pack will include a hot stamped card. Yeah. So, hooray for hot stamps. Um, yeah. It looks like the hot stamps in a lot of these, you know, they, they look uh, look pretty nice. You, they're not intruding on the card too much. It's, like, in the mm-hmm. corner, which is cool. Um, so, yeah, that kind of does that does it for this episode of Nexus at Night. Where can people find you guys on the internet out there? Find me at Wiggums, 2Gs, two 2Zs two on the Twitter. You can find me at Plasma Eclipse. Any uh, any art things coming up? Uh, nothing in particular right now. Finish I drew the an drawing you're working on. <laughs> but finish I did. It, finish. I, oh, nice. Oh, he did. I uploaded it last night. It's an eel girl. Nice. Anyway, uh, you can find this uh, this show at Nexus at Night on Twitter. Uh, you can also find me personally at Atlas Novak, N-O-V-A-C-K. If you happen to be in the Los Angeles area on May 23rd, I am on a show at the Hollywood Improv at 9.30 called the Myha Show. If you want to come to that and, uh, you know, make fun of me after because of how good or shitty I am at comedy, you'll just have to come see. Um, yeah, so until next time, I was Atlas. I'm Matt. I'm Root Beer. And have a good night, everybody. Mm-hmm.